Hey everyone, welcome back to Newsies Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1992 Disney movie musical Newsies one minute at a time. I'm your co-host Aaron. I'm your co-host James. And we are at minute 56. We sure are. And I just want to say, before we start in on anything, uh, this is the first episode we've recorded since people have started to listen to us talk about minutes. Yeah. And I feel like, I, and also since I've started to listen to the podcast that we've published now. Uh-huh. So it's weird. It's a weird new world we're living in now. Yep. So let's talk about Minutes 56. a whole new world. You could say that. But that's a different Disney movie. Same. From 1992? Aladdin wasn't 92. Aladdin was later than that. Uh-huh. Hey, Siri. When did Disney's Aladdin come out? Which one? I found two made by Disney. Aladdin no. and Aladdin and the King of Thieves. Which one? What? Those are the ones she came up with? <laughs> she, has, she recorded you saying, what? Those are the ones you came up with? <laughs> so that was the 2019 one and then the sequel to Aladdin that was in 1996. So yeah. we're just going to get on IMDb and check this the out. The okay? third one. That was the third one? Yeah, King of Thieves was third. Return of Jafar was number it was, two. It was 92. And that was Alan Menken. Yes. He was a busy man in 1992. Yep. Sure was. Okay. Okay, so minute 56. (laughs) Yep, minute 56. Now I have to go back to my notes. Uh, This one begins with Tenpin and that other refuge child Mm -hmm. looking out the window for Jack or Santa or... Yeah, Peter Pan or whatever. E.T. They're looking outside and whatever they see is magical. The camera holds on them for a lot longer than I realized it was going to. Yes, because that's how the last minute ended. Yeah, and I thought... Actually, when I was about to hit play on the on this minute, I was like, okay, so it's going to just start with a new scene. Oh, no, we're still watching. Okay. Oh. Yeah. It's like a full three or four seconds. Yeah. It's wild. It's weirdly long. <laughs> um, and it goes through the part of this Seize the Day chorale yeah. where they say, no one can make us give our rights. Yeah. And it freezes with David, Jack, and Kid Blink on screen. Right. But weirdly... Even though that's where it starts and finishes, this is a Pulitzer scene. Yep. <laughs> and actually, my first note is, ugh, another Pulitzer scene. If you put a laugh track on this scene, it would be hilarious. Yeah. Um, the part where Pulitzer, where Sites, who is, by the way, defending the Newsies still. Yep. To Sites is like, I've never noticed how much Sites defends the Newsies and is like, that's a bad idea. Stop it. Yeah. Stop. Where Sites is like, uh, that's a bad idea. And Pulitzer's like, hey, quiet you. And Sites is like, like, there's an awkward, like, five or six uh-huh. second pause where Sites is like, did he just insult me? Or did he just tell me to shut up in front of Weasel here? And the, and the, yeah, the look on his face reminds me of every, like, beleaguered sitcom wife. Yep. Same. Just, I mean, <laughs> like, I kept having flashbacks to that 70s show. Yep. And the mom on that 70s show, every time Red would be like, rah, 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 and she's like, <sighs> yeah, okay. Exactly. Whatever you say, dear. Exactly. Watching this minute by minute, you feel the like, oh, they used a bunch of time on this. Yeah. For like Pulitzer and Sites to have like a, an marital, argument in the in marital eyes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, Weasel was kind of, like, super sketchball looking in this scene. Yeah. Like, he came in with, like, 
a coat and a hat, but he's holding the hat and he's literally still, hat in hand. Yeah. Yeah. Literally hat in hand. And he still looks like dirty. Yeah. And just gross and yeah. so out of place in Pulitzer's pristine office. Yes. Like even more out of place than, say, Jack Kelly would look. Right. Exactly. Because at least Jack Kelly can match Pulitzer for ego. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like they can bluster at each other just fine. But yeah. Weasel just goes in, I mean, honestly, looking like a weasel. Right. Like he looks like a, he looks like vermin who has crawled into Pulitzer's office. Yes. And is about to be stepped on. And the thing is, and this is actually, I didn't realize it until I was done with the minutes for this week. Mm -hmm. This is a a scene that justifies a future scene. This is Weasel asking for the means to take care of the problem. Yeah. And Pulitzer saying, give him whatever means he needs. Yeah. And I was like, what does that mean exactly? And then then in a couple minutes, we're going to find out. Yeah. Um, I only have one more note. Until my my big my big note, okay, uh, which is the the corral version of "Seize the Day" is super gorgeous. It is, and I, it sort of took me by surprise because I was like coming off of that awkward thing between Pulitzer and Sites, and I was like, oh, there's um, bumlets, like the mm-hmm. I was. It's just like his like hair in his face and like like super serious like singing for singing's sake. Yeah, of everyone looking as serious as possible, and I was just like. Oh, whoa. Okay. All right. Musical. I was thinking about these minutes in the shower and sort of wanting to think about what I could get more out of this this minute. Okay. I thought about going into, like, what's on the walls, what sort of decor in Pulitzer's office and whatever. Sure. And then I started thinking about sights. Mm-hmm. Of course. And it dawned on me, hey, was sights a real guy? Oh. So that is how I discovered the glory of sights. Don Carlos Sights. Oh my God. One of the best surprising names of all time. Don Carlos is what that guy's name is. Uh, he was an actual dude. Um, this is what he looked like. It's sort of blurry. He actually kind of looks like the actor. A little bit, yeah. Also, I'm afraid I'm going to break your phone case. It's already done, been broken. <laughs> so he was born in Ohio. He went to college in Maine. And then he basically did newspapers for okay. most of the rest of his life. Uh, he became the advertising manager. He was the advertising manager for the world uh, between 1895 and 1897. And then in 1898, he became the business manager for the next 25 years. So... My mind is blown yeah. that somebody actually... I'm telling you, the writers of this put in... They they put in so much more work than this movie made. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I assumed they just made him up. That's what I assumed until today when I was like, oh, wait a minute. What if Sites was real? So Sites was super real. So he was, he was the businessman. He died in 1935. And then so after he was done in, in, in the newspaper business. He became an editor, and he edited all these things, including uh, this book called Joseph Pulitzer, His Life and Letters, which he started with, like, a preface from, like, the editor of, like, personal recollections about Joseph Pulitzer. Interesting. So, yeah. There's a whole... And, like, you can look at his stuff at the uh, Library of Congress. They have a bunch of his, like, correspondence and things about, like... The New York world and like people writing to him about Joseph Pulitzer and stuff. 
This so, is wild. Right? So Scythe is real. I didn't see anything about like whether he was truly on the side of the newsies or whatever, but like man, if I was Sites' family, I'd be like, thank you for painting my guy in a yeah. nice light. Well, and you have to imagine that as the business manager of the world, right. he probably was, if not on the side of the newsies, then at least on the side of, this is not a good business move, my dude. Right, exactly. So, so even if he wasn't like, I mean, in, in the movie, he's painted as, you know, kind of splitting the difference between this is not a good business move and the altruism of you're fucking over these children. <laughs> this is bad morally and also I'm not getting paid as much. If right. We, like if we if we do anything else, I'm not really sure where we where we go. I still want to get paid, but maybe screwing children over is not the best either. Right. Yeah. I, and so like there's no way of knowing if the real guy Right. you know, kind of straddled that fence, but yeah. You have to, I mean, even if his reasoning for backing the Newsies was strictly this is a bad business move. Yeah. I mean, he still backed him up. Yep. Absolutely. And I also, with historical figures, I always you I always do a mental calculation where the real person is like at least 20% more racist than... Sure. Just for, you know, t- inflation. Yeah. Reverse inflation. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sure that no, you know... He was on the side of the white kids more than the black kids or whatever. Yeah. But like, you can't do this. Most of those kids are white. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yeah, I think that I think it's wild. One that he's a real a real historical figure. Uh, two that I didn't think of that being a possibility before now. Yeah. And three that his name was Don Carlos. Yeah. Which I don't under I couldn't find anything about like why that was. Don Carlos Seitz, because Seitz is. I looked up Seitz. I we I, we have German? established. I think so. I mean, E I T Z is Austrian. Yeah, E I T Z is very German. Yeah. So and I've looked up the last name Seitz and talked about it when I talked about the him yeah. in like his first scene, but I never thought, hey, what's that guy's first name? I thought it was Seitz, like uh, Cher. Yeah. <laughs> now I could be wrong. But okay. Carlos is not a German name. I feel like Don Carlos. I, I I looked up like Don Carlos sites, and I got some returns for Don Carlos. I'm wondering if he was named after like a like a historical or like um, literary figure or something. Yeah, because it reminds me of like Don John, Don Pedro right. from Much Ado About Nothing. Right. Exactly. Which took place in Spain. Right. I think. Right. So. Yeah. But yeah, that's my big reveal, is that uh, it turns out Seitz was a real guy. I that's don't think that there's amazing. a way to look up Jonathan, because, I mean, come on, Jonathan. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan Pulitzer, Pulitzer? lover? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that was just his AIM screen name. So, yeah, the, the lesson that I've learned in Minute 56 is uh, people that are uh, uh, depicted in this movie that have names, I should look up and see... Maybe what their names are. I know we have yeah. like some mayors and stuff coming up. Yeah. Um, or some like gov- city government officials or whatever. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be more diligent about uh, history in terms of these people might actually have existed. Yeah. <laughs> so. It never. It honestly, it never would have occurred to me. Yeah, I, I was. It was. It was. A, it was an epiphany. But uh, I'm glad that I looked it up because bonkers. Yeah. 
All right. So, well, I don't have anything else for this minute. Nor and do certainly I. Certainly nothing that can top that. <laughs> no, nor do I, and nor does Don Carlos. So okay. If anybody wants to hop on Twitter and tell us how much you loved Blood Drips Heavily on Newsy Square, which is the episode that aired today, the day we were recording this. Uh-huh. So I'm sure you've all weighed in on that. But if you haven't yet, come find us at Newsy's Minute or individually. I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. I'm at Unabashed James. We have a Patreon. It is patreon.com slash Aaron and James. We've got a couple great tiers. If you would, are interested in financially supporting the show, we are... Back to it with switching off every other month with a newsletter. Mm-hmm. And all right. Oh, we are closing in on it. I'm so excited. I'm not going to say what it is, but we are closing in on it. Uh, Wednesday is going to be a very exciting day. Okay. Um, but uh, until then. Soak them for crutchy. Mm-hmm. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.